Welcome, sweet people, to Rooted Podcast. My name is Danielle Parker, and I am so excited to journey with y'all. The mission here at Rooted is to encourage you incredible people to be grounded in God's word alongside authentic community. Let's jump right in. Hey, guys, this is Danny, and today I have a few friends with me from Wake Forest. Hi, guys, I'm Skylar. I'm from Laddenville, New York. And I'm interested in studying politics and international affairs and economics, hopefully on the pre-law path. So, Hi, I'm Maggie. I'm from Denton, Maryland. And I'm also thinking of majoring in politics and international affairs along with psychology, also on the pre-law track. Hey guys, I'm Krista. I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm planning to major in communications with a minor in entrepreneurship. Uh, I love all these smart girls. Um, we all attend Wake Forest University, and we are freshmen, and these are my sweet, sweet friends. I love them so much. Um, but anyways, we're going to hop into Maggie sharing the gospel for us in one minute. So, Maggie, take it away. Okay, so we are all so broken, but we have a loving father, and he sent his son, Jesus, to live the life that we could never live and to die the death that we deserve and so Jesus died and he rose again and now we can live in freedom in communion with the Holy Spirit uh, and have eternal life. Ah so beautiful. I love you Maggie. Um, Well we are going to start off with just diving into what does biblical community look like kind of similar to our last episode but the college edition um, with all my sweet college friends so I'm super excited. Um, I just want to start off with a question of what did biblical community look like for you, um, all three of y'all personally, in high school? So for me, um, my biblical community was very limited in that I didn't really know what community looked like. I didn't really have community. Um, I was lucky enough to be a part of a really sweet um, organization at my school called FOCUS, so Fellowship of Christians and Universities and Schools. Um, but unfortunately, it was very um, limited to one day a week, and it wasn't something where I was constantly challenged and um, to grow in my faith um, and to know more of my identity in Christ. And um, so for me, it was more non-existent in high school, um, and it's been so sweet to be surrounded by these lovely, just loving amazing girls um, and for them to show me what that looks like um, through accountability and um, just constant love and encouragement and support and just challenging me to grow every day so yeah so for me I also it was definitely a struggle to find biblical community um I had a super super lovely friend who is actually a grade below me who was so devoted to her faith and she definitely inspired me a lot um but Finding community was definitely something that, one, I didn't recognize the value of, Mm -hmm. and two, was just really hard to find. And I went to a boarding school, and just the environment there, there just wasn't a large presence of fellow Christians. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was definitely something that I struggled with. Would y'all say that y'all were, like, actively trying to seek out Christian community and wasn't able to find it, or... Was it something that y'all just were not at a place that y'all were actively seeking out in high school? Mm. I think for me it was both because 
there wasn't that community at my high school, but I think even if I was in an environment where that would have been available, I probably would not have been seeking it out. I think, um, so similar to Maggie, I also went to a boarding school and, um, there wasn't a huge Christian population. I was definitely, um, in the minority with my views and definitely, you know, found a lot of judgment in that or people thinking certain things about you just because of your convictions, um, which is definitely difficult. But I think in terms of if I had truly had that, what I've, you know, sought it out, I think so. Um, but I think I thought that, you know, the extent of my Christian community was only found in those one day a week meetings. And I was lucky mm-hmm. enough to lead and I was lucky enough to just find so much, um, joy and getting to teach others and to really dive into the gospel. But I had no one above me really filling me, um, and teaching me, um, more about the gospel and to keep me accountable throughout all of that. Um, so probably, but I think I didn't also like Maggie, I didn't even know what that was at the time. And what about you, Krista? Um, so my experience <laughs> in high school was a little different from Maggie and Skylar because I went to a Christian high school and was surrounded by Christians learning the Bible and everything, but I actually would not say that I had biblical community in the truest sense of the word and that while I did have some amazing Christian friends, I love my friends from high school. We're all super close and still stay in touch, but, um, and we do talk about the Lord and we do seek the Lord together, but we didn't read the Bible together like consistently, nor did we hold each other accountable, con- hold each other accountable consistently. But um, I was lucky enough to be a part of amazing church with lots of awesome people pouring into me and to go to a Christian school. But I would not say that I had biblical community in the way that like it should have been. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. So now that we're here at Wake and actively seeking out biblical community, how has that differed from your experience in high school? And kind of what does that look practically for us um, in accountability and in the day-to-day interactions? Mm. Yeah, so our um, biblical community that we have here at Wake, we meet pretty much every Sunday and we go through the three core accountability questions which are how are you feeding your soul how are you feeding your flesh and how are you feeding others and we all just answer those questions us four along with a few other girls that we're really close friends with and we just all answer those questions and we talk about our weeks and try to challenge each other and encourage each other yeah Yeah. I think something that has been really eye-opening for me is just how vulnerable we are with each other, especially mm-hmm. when we're addressing how how we've been feel, feeding our flesh. Um, just acknowledging where we fall short um, is truly indicative of how the Lord doesn't and how his love is unfailing and how he is perfect. And mm-hmm. Jesus did live the perfect life that we couldn't live ourselves, like Maggie had said earlier. Um, but also, while acknowledging our shortcomings, um, just encouraging each other to see those fault lines, but also to take those and the next week um, seek to serve those around us well and to worship and glorify more um, the Lord in our everyday actions. Um, that's been really amazing for me. Yeah, and I would say off of that, like, it's been really, it's really rewarding and really um, beautiful to see us 
authentically like share that with one another but at the same time it's so so difficult because a lot of our shortcomings and a lot of our feeding the flesh has to do with um, not loving each other well because all of Mm -hmm. our time is pretty much predominantly spent with each other yeah and so all of our shortcomings come from not loving each other well which is hard to admit Mm -hmm. to one another Mm -hmm. Um, but it's so beautiful at the same time when we can openly talk about that with one another absolutely and I think too just like realizing just in like the time that we spend together like like Daniel said it's really hard and it's really hard when we see like because we're all so broken and so when we're seeing that um but I think there's definitely so much fruit that has come from Mm -hmm. bringing to light our brokenness and like our struggles and whatever it is because the devil definitely works in darkness and in hiding and in um whatever it is and so it's just so it's such a blessing to be able to have people that you know you can trust who are seeking the Lord first and who are able to um I don't know you who you know are praying for you and who you know Mm -hmm. are there to like hold you accountable and so yeah I didn't realize how imperative having strong community was until I came here to wake and now that I have it I can't really imagine a season of my life without it like I hope Mm -hmm. that you know, after I graduate college and wherever I go, honestly, for the rest of my life that I seek out people who I can read scripture with and um, encourage and grow with. And I think one of my like favorite moments of the semester so far has been when, so like when you first get to college, you meet all these new people and like you're constantly having to like be on your A game. You don't have to, but like, of course you are on <laughs> yes. your A game. Yes. Like, <laughs> you know, like you're so trying true. to impress people, you're trying to make friends and you're like, just trying to like do the best you can to like make all these great first impressions and I honestly was doing that even with like the people sitting here and like our other really close friends like until like probably a couple weeks in because like we just really didn't know each other that well but like the moment I knew that like oh these are people I can trust these are people I can be vulnerable with vulnerable with and like these are the people I can be myself with like wow that was so freeing and just so like I don't know it was like our friends like being like in a friendship with you guys was like a safe place and like um, I didn't have to be like I didn't have to perform anymore, so yeah. I think that was really cool. Such a blessing to have. Yeah, that's super sweet. So true. it is. And also, what's been so wonderful to see is how the Lord is working in each one of us mm-hmm. while we've been mm-hmm. here. And I think, um, just to come back every week and be like, oh, this is how what it, this is what the Lord has been really revealing to me. Um, and just in every season of our lives to see that growth that we're all going mm-hmm. through because obviously college is a time of just tremendous growth and tremendous transformation and to know that the Lord's hand is in that um, and that he is renewing our minds and changing our hearts um, every single day every single hour that we you know devote to him and spend time with him is just so incredible and um, I don't know just to get to support and encourage each other alongside that growth um, has been so sweet and wonderful so I'm really thankful for that and I think it's so special too like College is such a unique place in the fact that we are all um, trying to figure out what we want to major in and what we want to do in life, and that looks drastically different for every single person, mm-hmm. whereas in high school, you're pretty much taking all of the same courses and just trying to get into college. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah exactly. But, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's just so beautiful to 
meet these people who are so different in interests and passions, but yet come together um, united under the gospel Mm -hmm. and share what we're learning and using our different giftings to just promote God's kingdom. And so um, it's just super fun, especially in this like little dynamic who got going on. Skylar and Maggie (laughs) are um, definitely trying to go pre-law. And then Krista and I are very similar in like communications and, um, more I don't know what would you say creative <laughs> creative route and so it's really fun to bring those differences and similarities um just to our friendship and mm-hmm. kind of teach each other through that and yeah encourage each other and that's really beautiful um but yeah um do you want to tra- I think we're in a transition now to just talking about what was the whole process of coming to college and seeking out not only biblical community on campus, but looking for a church. I think that's a huge part of the college process in your freshman year is trying to find a church where you want to plug in and not just plug into, but also align your values with and really invest your time into. And so what does that look like for us? Um, Yeah. Where are we going to? If anyone wants to touch on that. (laughs) Yeah. Do we want to start with the community here how we found that or do we yeah, want to yeah sure whatever you can go for so our sweet friend Danielle <laughs> um was so amazing and really wanted to initiate finding that community and fostering that um even before we came to wake so I think back in March you started um a bible study with wake girls um and that was so so wonderful because obviously March and last spring quarantine, I know we don't want to hear that word again. I don't either. <laughs> um, <laughs> was a super challenging time. I know people were upset about losing their senior years. It was a point where people felt like they couldn't get that closure, closure from their high school experience. Um, There's a lot of time of unrest and uncertainty, um, but that was just such a wonderful safe haven and solace. And um, to get to come together every week, even though it was on Zoom. We didn't even know these girls in person, but just the amount of comfort and ease um, that I found there. And I was like, these girls have shown me such amazing friendship within weeks. And just like how quick I was to open up about things that it took me years to say to my friends at home was just wonderful. And I was like, oh my gosh, these girls are just passionately like following Jesus with all their hearts. And I had never seen that before. And it encouraged me to do that more, whether it was diving in every day to the word, I didn't realize how important that was. And, um, just wanting to know more about the Lord, um, every day, his characteristics and, you know, experience his love for us. That was just so, so cool. So coming here, um, I was just so excited to meet y'all in person. Yeah. Like, that was just the most exciting thing. Um, real hugs. Real hugs. <laughs> we kept saying for like a month, I can't wait to give you a hot, big hug when we get to school. And I was like, I, we meant it. Like, I just wanted to give yeah. you guys a hug so badly. So coming here, that just made the transition so much easier because mm-hmm. I was like, I already have community. Yeah. And I know that regardless of whether, you know, we, we like hang out with these same girls, like, I have the I have girls who love the Lord and who love me and that we're unified in that. Um, yeah. yeah, that was such a blessing. Um, maybe we want to touch on like just church too, like what that looked like. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so the the four of us have been going to a church here in Winston called Two Cities, um, and kind of 
we decided like at the beginning of the semester that we would just kind of try out a lot of different churches and we all watched um a, do- a documentary called the american gospel together before we kind of started that process highly recommend yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good it just kind of talks about um what just the kind of the differences between prosperity gospel and then like like just real solid doctrine so that was kind of really cool to watch before we started the church hopping process as people call it um so we tried out a few churches in the area and then we really liked two cities really liked what they stood for and Mm -hmm. yeah that's how we chose our church yeah and I think being a part of a church has just been so crucial and Mm -hmm. transformative even in our short time of being here because just having and our pastor at two cities pastor Kyle talks about this all the time like having that habit of going to church every week is so essential because it mm-hmm. it almost within itself is like a form of accountability. You're like, oh, I have to go to church. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I have to continue doing this. And to just have a pastor who walks through the word and walks through a chapter and just like is so knowledgeable biblically, it's like inspiring one for like us to get into the word and to learn about God's character. Um, And yeah, it's just been definitely such a blessing to have like a church just to consistently go to yeah and I think we're all pretty convicted about especially after watching the American gospel kind of what you were saying Maggie of being underneath the word of God um Mm -hmm. is that there is such a such a broad um spectrum of churches and some don't even consider looking at the word at the Bible and Mm -hmm. hopefully um, as you follow along with Rooted and you see the mission of Rooted is that we want to constantly be looking to the word um, into the Bible into truth and going to churches and looking for that and making sure that we found a church that was not only dedicated to God's word but also dedicated to spurring each other along um, in love was just so so important and so crucial and so I remember just walking into two cities that first day was Mm -hmm. so fun because he literally goes verse by verse and it was just so beautiful Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean I'm not saying two cities is the only place that you can ever go to by no, by no means. Yeah. Um, we have so okay. many sweet friends that go yeah. to Salem Chapel, Salem Prez, so many um, incredible churches here in Winston and all over the U.S. and the world. Um, yeah. But it was just super fun to find a church home and get plugged in because that has been um, just such a sweet source of finding life. Um, I know as for separately, we have mentors through two yes. cities, which has been super, yeah. super cool to get plugged into. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something I really love about Two Cities, too, is um, their their push for you to serve in the church. They really emphasize that. Like, yeah. they don't want you to just be someone who comes and sits in the pews on Sundays, but they want you to be someone who's um, seeking out discipleship and making disciples and serving in the church. So I really love that. And I love how I never feel leave there feeling, like, super great about myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always mm-hmm. convicted of, like, like how the Lord's working in my life and like what I can do to better honor and glorify his name. Mm-hmm. So I really love that. A friend of mine back home who um, went to my church and he interned for our youth group. He's a few years older than me. Um, he told me before I left, he was like, D- find a church that doesn't make you always feel good about yourself. That was yeah. his one piece of advice he gave. Yeah. And that just kind of stuck in my head as I was looking for a church is to find a church that's really rooted in scripture and isn't just about puffing yourself up. Yeah, that is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Um, so as we wrap up here, that's just kind of like a great leading end note to what we're going to end with today is 
it's all about Jesus and it's all about God and his character as we look to the Bible. Um, it's about him. It's not about us. And it's not about um, going to the this old ancient text to comfort ourselves and give us peace when we're anxious. But it's rather a mere reflection of who he is and what he has done. Um, not because we've done anything perfect to deserve that, but because he loves us so dearly and he wants to save us and he loves us and and wants to show us who he is, which is so beautiful. And so I would love for us to kind of just all share what has the Lord been teaching you about his character recently, whether that's through your time in the word, or I know for me, that's been looking like spending so much time and learning about what prayer is. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. What has he been teaching all about his character? I feel like the Lord has really been teaching me that he is so constant. He's like a constant source of just one love, but also like we can always go to him. He like doesn't, because all of us humans, like we're all so broken. Um, And that is beautiful. And like the Lord has created us for community, like as we talked about, but just kind of being convicted, like we need to go to the Lord first, like when we're feeling the weight of the world or whatever it is, like turning my eyes onto Jesus um, and just truly like surrendering that first to God, that that's like my first thought, my first instinct is like a posture of obedience towards God, which I guess kind of goes, I'm reading through Isaiah now. And so I guess just learning like disobedience, just like what that looks like. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I guess just learning to like experience what God's love looks like by like coming to him and just like opening my hands to the Lord and being like okay God and I guess like Danielle was saying like about prayer um just really focusing on that and making that like what I'm turning to yeah similarly going off of prayer uh something that the Lord has definitely convicted me of is not necessarily going to him first and foremost when I have a worry in my mind, when something is on my heart, but making that an instinct and that prayer is not this one-sided conversation. The Lord is always there. He has his hand outstretched and we just need to turn our eyes and our hearts towards him and walk in faithful obedience. Um, But I think something too is obviously we know God is love. He is the ultimate ultimate example of love and we can't truly love without knowing what love is like from him um but just when we're thinking about the gospel that and also the old testament i'm in uh, i was in amos um but i was reading in isaiah and just following along in exodus because we're in exodus right now at two cities just the constant disobedience and turning away um, from the lord um amongst the israelites and how we would not be able to redeem ourselves without what the Lord did through sending his one and only son, Jesus, who literally lived a perfect life um, and suffered the worst of humiliation and rejection um, and pain so that through the propitiation of the Lord's wrath, like our sins could be forgiven um, and, you know, our salvation is freely given, um, but we must have faith in him and making sure that we don't take that salvation for granted and that we... um, Though our works were not the definers of our salvation, we honor the Lord every day and we spend time with him because, you know, oftentimes in college, you have a lot of time up to your discretion and it is truly upon, you know, it is our responsibility to 
honor the Lord, even in our busy times, even in when we literally have nothing to do and we can spend time in prayer with him and just, you know, honoring him in our interactions, whether for, you know, over lunch with someone or even just passing by. Um, and we're in a really great place, um, with a lot of people who don't know the Lord and who still know the Lord to share his love and light and word, um, whether explicitly or implicitly. So that was a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> Sorry, that was no, a tangent. Right? <laughs> That's so good. Um, the Lord's been teaching me a lot about his character through my time in the word. I'm in Leviticus right now, so all about the Israelites and their journey out of Egypt into the wilderness. And time and time again, the, Israel- the Israelites rebel against God and they don't trust his plan and they want to do things their own way, but yet God's still faithful to them and keeps his promises to them. And I think that's just such a great reminder that the Lord's faithful. Mm, yeah. Through and through. Um, so right now I am, I think, I don't think all of us are doing the Bible recap, but some of us are. Let's go. Um, <laughs> but right now I'm in the Gospels, as I shared um, in, la- I guess, two weeks ago podcast. I don't know, a recent podcast. <laughs> um, but... I have been reading just about Jesus and his journey here on earth, and I loved um, just being in the scriptures the other day. Jesus said, Father, it is all for your glory. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it was in Luke 12, and that just really hit me home. Um, It was just one short phrase that Jesus spoke um, so much power into, that it is all for your glory, Lord. It is all for our Father's glory in heaven, um, not about ours, and Time and time again, I see the Pharisees trying to elevate themselves and elevate who they are in the eyes of God. But no, like it is about us or actually it's not about us at all. Um, Mm -hmm. It's about God. That's the whole point of it, um, that the Pharisees are constantly trying to make themselves look good for the Lord. Um, And I think it is so easy for us to get into that routine and that habit. um, Mm -hmm. But he calls us to be the least and to be humble and not be prideful. And I think it's so beautiful that all the glory is to him and it is not to us. And I just always have this quote going through my head, thy will be done. It's mm, not my will yeah, be done. Um, and I just think that's so beautiful. So, yeah. God is good. God yes. is. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for hopping on the podcast with me today. Of course. Thanks, Thanks for, for having us, Danny. Thanks so much for listening to Rooted Podcast. We are so thankful and blessed by you people. We are praying for you and hope that you have a blessed and incredible day.